All right, before we get into this special bonus, cheap heat mailbag black power rankings news edition on a Friday, I want to tell you that there are job sites that send you all of the wrong resumes to sort through when you're hiring. And that's not smart. You know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash heat to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S., all right? Um, trust me, this is for special for our audience. Right now, our listeners could try ZipRecruiter for free at this address, ZipRecruiter.com slash CheapHeat. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash CheapHeat. ZipRecruiter.com slash CheapHeat. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Back again, SGG. And um, got to hit some mailbag. Got to hit some BPR. And got to talk about a couple things. Um, I am going to get that. I haven't gotten the full flare audio yet, but I will get that. And I want to remind everyone that if you want to join the mailbag, you can do so. Rosenberg Beats um, at gmail.com and sgg how are you first of all this morning i'm doing great um, you're back in a little Philly. tired from yesterday yeah yesterday sure, was sure. a long day i know what time but you end up getting back in the house i got back at like seven you were worn out yeah because i i had to be in court in brooklyn yesterday like nine nine thirty was the call time so i hey. left from here so i had to end up waking up and starting my day around the time that you probably start your day so you did you did it, you did it all in one day. Yeah. Well, SGG, I have good news. A lot of people worried about you, you know, the physically cheap um stack guy Greg. And I I just want you to know that your your 2K19 is in the mail. Your tickets are waiting at raw on Monday. The physically cheap is all taken care of, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um now Physically cheap, yes, he doesn't like to spend. Physically expensive as a lawyer. Don't get it twisted. Don't take that. <laughs> do, do, not, do not. Do not. billing out here. Um, all right, so SGG, why don't we start off with um, a tweet that I saw from the one and only Habib Nurmagomedov. Um, I haven't seen this tweet, so you're, you just alerted me to this. When we, we, we well, were so busy right before we started. We were so busy fantasy booking. Um, we were so busy fantasy booking Kanye and Trump yesterday. We didn't even get to spend much time on the Khabib, the Habib Connor fight. Um, hold on. Did he delete it? Damn it! I definitely. I was just looking at it. Hold on. I found it. I, I found. Um at WWE? Yeah. Sky Sports wrote an article about it. Okay. Banged out a quick article. It said, at WWE, ask me to jump inside. 
What do you guys think? Hashtag smash Lesnar. Hashtag fake fights. You got to talk to him about the hashtag fake fights. <laughs> yeah. If 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 Habib, you might be interested. Um, it's not what it's called. But um, do you think WWE actually reached out, or he's just like saying, like, what if they did? You know, you are you really don't know, right? Because um, didn't WWE reach out to Mike Tyson after the bite fight? Well. Yeah, I mean, Tyson's run all came after the bite fight. Yeah, so, like, I don't think they would shy away from controversy, especially if they can, uh, A, benefit from it, but also, B, you know, contain the chaos. Because that's what WWE is all about. Like, the chaos does not scare WWE. Um, They were fighting in the crowd at Super Showdown. (laughs) They're probably going to fight in the crowd again. At uh, at the next big event. Wait, wait, so who's that, fighting in the crowd at Super Showdown? Wasn't didn't Roman and Braun? Oh, go you into mean the wrestlers? Crowd? Yes, yeah, yeah, wrestlers, 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 wrestlers fighting. Wrestlers were fighting in the crowd. Sorry, I mean, so listen, the Habib chaos ha- is not what's. Habib has a built-in finisher the the double stomp. <laughs> yeah, off the top rope. That that might be the match, though, right? Uh, him versus Finn in a in a coup de gras match. The first one to hit a coup de gras. That's a double stomp call. off the top rope wins. Uh, a coup de gras versus coup de gras that would be phenomenal. So, anyways, I don't we don't know if Habib's serious about it, but interesting. Um, and whatever, enough places have analyzed Habib Connor. You don't need it on, on your cheap heat this week, or maybe All you right. do. But guess what? You're not going to get it. So, SGG. With that, it's time for the Black Power rankings. Uh, black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black, and I'm black, yo, I'm black, and I'm black, y'all. So, I have to throw in, please, um, start off with an honorable mention for um, rapper turned wrestler, possibly, uh, Mike Eagle, who had his first match. Um, at OVW, he wrestled uh, Shiloh Jones, and this actually, I was watching this uh, build up on Twitter. There was like a, you could say a war of words. Um, Mike Jones was, you know, dissing, quote unquote. Um, not Mike Jones. Shiloh Jones was dissing Mike Eagle. Like he would drop like little verses over Twitter, and they were they were bad, like really bad. And then it finally ended with uh, Mike Eagle saying, "You know what? Let's settle it in the ring." Because, of course, and then uh, McFoley showed up to help Mike Eagle get the win. So for for winning his debut match at OVW, I'm going to give a, give an honorable mention to Mike Eagle. This and is then Iron Mike Eagle? Open Mike Eagle. This is Open Mike Eagle? Yes. I did not know. So he's been training? Apparently, because he, he hit the ring, and he, he hit a... Um, he hit a Hurricane Rana too. So no. he, he's. Yes, there's video. Did, what's, what's Open Mike Eagle's Instagram? It, I think it's just. Um, his his Twitter is at Mike underscore Eagle. Wow, that, I did not know about this. 
I know he's a huge fan. We saw him. Oh, here he is. I found him. Yeah, we saw him performing um, in NOLA. Or at least I did. And I, his, his Instagram is atrapmike. Um, <laughs> and... And yeah, he I'm, hit the I'm ring. Look, yeah, I'm looking at his gram right now. This is a real... Wow, this is a cool venue, by the way. This is at the Hard Rock? Mm, I believe so, yeah. Where is... Oh, who's running OVW, by the way? I think it I think it might be Al Snow, because I know um, when him and Shiloh Jones were going, going at it back and forth, um, you know, Al Snow, he's, some people tweeted Al Snow. I think Mike tweeted Al Snow, too, and was like, you know, get your boy before it gets out of hand. And then Al Snow was just like, you know, I'm warning him, but couldn't. Couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, apparently Al Snow acquired OVW back in April. Wow, this event looks pretty cool. Shout out to Open Mike Eagle. I'm very impressed. I have to tell him. I didn't know about this. So for that victory... Um, Speaking of which, I cannot give information. But I do want all of you to know that soon I will be announcing an event that's happening that intersects hip hop and wrestling in a way that has never, ever been done before. It's very exciting, SGG. I'll tell you all about it. And it's coming up quick. Coming up quick. But they have not, I haven't gotten the green light to announce yet, but it's coming. Let me know so I can be there. I'm going to get you all the information. All right, SGG, let's get into the number three in the Black Power Rankings. Number three, keeping keeping in with uh, rap and wrestling. um, Hat tip to a Twitter user at JHT Money who sent me a video of R-Truth making his entrance um, for the Mixed Match Challenge last week. And he noticed that a certain... Lyric had been changed. So uh, coming in at number three for realizing that you know you can't be out here shucking and jiving to the ring and no less. Our uh, truth, who changed his lyric, and now you know we can. Hold on, and by the way, how it? Greg, I saw a tweet about that. How is it possible? This just happened. Like, it seems too random, doesn't it? It does. It does. And, you know, I don't know if I can take credit for it, but I will. I mean, let's be honest. I will. Did you um, get a lot of tweets from people telling you, like, he changed the lyric? Well, because it happened on the Mixed Match Challenge, I don't know how many people um, noticed it, but I got the one. And so far, it is just the one. And he provided Sad. the video. Sad. So but that's I can't. What did he change the words to? Um, You know what? I'm not even sure. But it, it wasn't that it was definitely not Shuck and Jive. And I, I you know, I feel a little bit bad because it doesn't it doesn't even flow as good as Shuck and Jive did. But you know, he probably just tweaked it, you know. He's got time, Greg. He'll work yeah, on it. Yeah, he does have time. But uh but for getting Shuck and Jive up out of there, I'm gonna throw it to our truth in a number three as an olive branch for, you know, the other snubs um due to the Shuck and Jive. Um, in the number two, 
Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush for that excellent, excellent, amazing heel turn, possible double turn on Monday um, in the Kevin Owens match. Even uh, though even though we won't know much where that was going to go because, Greg, the word is Kevin Owens out four to six months, I'm seeing. Oh, Lord. But you know what, though? Kevin Owens could come back and go right, right back after uh, Lashley and Leo. Yeah, but we're talking about. Is there, uh, uh, I'm I'm hearing WrestleMania is in question. Mm. This is because what it's this, October right now. Four months yep. is, will set us right into what February. If it's six, he'll make it. If it's eight, it's a wrap. Yeah. We're getting to that time of the year where injuries now, unfortunately, have to start thinking about WrestleMania. Yeah, hopefully he hopefully he makes it. I know. Um, Big bummer. Shout out to KO. Yeah, hopefully he makes it. And uh, and in the meantime, hopefully um, Lashley and Leo can sustain this this heat because Monday. Monday that turn was was quite effective, and you know we'll see where it goes. In the coming weeks, but uh, but yeah, hopefully they can maintain it so that they can go right back into this feud because it was starting to get interesting. I agree. It really was, and um, in at number one, Cedric Alexander, who to me not only had the best match of um of the night at Super Showdown, but among some great matches, and I mean like really really good matches, really good moments. I think Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy had the match of the week so far. Yep. And so, you know, for that, um, and for his historic run as Cruiserweight champion, this week's number one, Cedric Alexander. All right. Well, there it is. That is your Black Power ranking. Shout out to Cedric Alexander. I did love that match. They were fantastic. And now we get into a little something. That I like to call mail. Oh, SGG, there's so much damn stuff here. I don't even know what to do. All right. Kevin writes us. Pete, SGG, is it me or is it weird that Kane has hair when he's wearing a mask but is bald when he isn't? <laughs> um, it's not just you. One other thing. What do you think of WWE renaming the Saudi Arabian pay-per-views the Great Arabian Bash? Stay mage and enjoy yourselves. Kevin from Only Maryland. Shout out to Only Maryland. I'm going to stay away from the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view this week. Yeah, there's some stuff unfolding that uh, it's sounds, That's exactly it the reason. Really crazy. Things, the reasons people question doing things like that in the first place are sort of coming home to roost this week. Um, I'm going to skip this one about XFL. We have too many wrestling questions, but shout out to Gary. Um, Adam writes us and says, we are definitely in the middle of mage country. (laughs) Mail. Greetings, mage one and uptown Malcolm. I've been listening for a few years now. I wanted to let you all know that I really enjoy the show and myself. That's right. You should always enjoy yourself. I know that I'm not the first person to bring this idea up, but what do you guys think about the idea that Kanye 
is the most pro wrestling guy in hip hop. Sometimes it seems he's been studying the all-time great heels because he always knows exactly how to get heat. I can't think of a more heel move than rocking a MAGA hat when you're in the spotlight, spotlight the way Kanye is. Um, now I'm not saying I back the things that he says and does, but whenever I hear anyone get too upset about anything he does, I want to respond with, respond with, you're getting worked, bro. There are moments when he says things in the lyrics that seem way more self-aware than the public perceives from the ridiculous headlines. Now, keep in mind, he writes this all last week before everything else happened. Stay me, <laughs> Adam in Rochester. And then he follows it with, P.S., Colin Delaney, who used to wrestle for WWE, recently opened a coffee shop, cereal bar, comic book store with a few other Rochester independent wrestlers. It's called Pop Rock, and it's super freaking cool. If you guys are ever up here in the 585, you should check it out. Oh, Rochester, New York. That was about them out. Yeah, upstate New York. So shout out to Colin Delaney and their new coffee shop, cereal bar, comic book store. That's dope. Pop yeah, Rock. I'm, I'm up there a lot. Well, not a lot. Not as much as I used to. But, uh, yeah, I'll check it out next time I'm up there. Dude, uh, that that could be exciting. If it's owned by a bunch of indie wrestlers, Stack Guy Greg, you coming up there in Rochester, that could be a, a, an opportunity for a signing. You should have an appearance. I should. Um, Don't play like that. I just might. Now I got... I got a long email here, a long email um, from Safe Aldo, from Safe Ad, from Safe Aldo Bailey. Mail. Wrote a long, long message about Habib and religion and Connor and de- defending. Basically, I feel the same way he feels. He's responding to my initial tweets last week in which I basically, in the immediate, was like, Habib needs to be escorted out and arrested. Um, I don't disagree with myself for saying that. That doesn't mean, <laughs> that doesn't mean that I don't understand where Habib was coming from. Um, now, I, I, there's a lot of things I understand about Habib's actions. The thing is, in that moment, and I, 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 Greg, I have to stand by this. Um, in that moment, as someone who has put on events before and, you know, has had a lot to do with live events, all I can think about is the panic that the promoter will, a good promoter, someone who cares about people, would have about something like that happening. Because whenever there's 17, 18,000 people in a place, specifically to watch a violent sport, the likelihood that bad things could happen is so high that that's all I could really take in in the moment when Habib jumped out of the cage. Because for everything Connor did leading up to the fight, Including the insane attack backstage at the Barclays Center. The only thing that matters now in this very moment 
is the safety of the 20,000 people you have in the arena. And yeah. the me, and you, that may sound nerdy to you guys, but That's when the fair. bite fight happened, and this to me was way more over the top than the bite fight. When the bite fight happened, that casino got looted, bro. People lose their minds. I don't know if you guys know this. People aren't very bright. So when you get a big mob of people together and then one of the performers basically says, I'm taking the fight out of the octagon. It's on now. It's just so volatile, dude. Now listen, now that we have a little bit of hindsight, I think punishment could be doled out several different directions. Yeah. And I, mean, I certainly, I certainly relate to Habib being upset. But also, I need to be clear. I, I listened to an interview the other day for another reason with Habib like three days before the fight. Just to be clear when everyone's like, Connor talked about his religion. Connor did this. Connor did that. All of those things are true. Yo, Greg, I listened to this interview out of the blue. They're like, Hey, they're like, Habib, how is it, uh, training in front of the live audience? He's like, Oh, it's great. By the way, what's up with Irish people's language? What happened to your language, Irish people? So like, <laughs> before anyone throws a huge pity party for Habib, know that he was participating in it also. It was all a mess. It was a mess. Was it entertaining? Absolutely. Am I starting to think now a week later it was all a work? Yeah. Starting to get there, Greg. I didn't at the time, but now the way the UFC used it and announces the return of John Jones, the Cyborg Nunez fight, Daniel Cormier is fighting Derek Lewis at the Garden, all of a sudden it all feels a little bit too opportunistic. Now, Greg, someone else has another idea for booking Shawn Michaels. I'm interested to hear this. Austin writes us. Steve Austin? No, no, no. I don't think so. said, hey, guys, big fan. Now that Shawn Michaels is returning, what if he does these matches with The Undertaker and then moves on to more dream matches that people have been talking about, like with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan? This goes on for a few months, and eventually Johnny Gargano is called up, and he gets a match announced with Shawn, which is something he said was a dream match for him. But then maybe a week or two before their match takes place, Ciampa takes out Shawn Michaels in the middle of the ring and injures him so badly that he has to go back into retirement. It establishes Gargano and Ciampa and their feud on the main roster, gives um, Tommaso Ciampa even more heat, and gives Shawn a way to retire once again whenever he's ready. Thoughts? It's cool. I, I don't think that would be a good way to end. Let me tell you something. You better have really... They better really have a lot of expectations for Ciampa if he's retiring Shawn Michaels permanently. <laughs> right. That's my only problem. Like, you better be about to shoot this guy to the moon if he debuts by ending Shawn Michaels. But um I'm definitely open to finding ways to, if Shawn's going to be back, let's make it awesome. I don't know how to... Per- how would you pronounce, Greg? L-I-J-U-E. L-I-J-U-E? L-I-J-U-E. Liju? I don't know. Le- What's the first name? That is the first name. What's the last name? Philip. Philip. So, but there's no yeah, comma. 
There's no comma, so it doesn't look like it's Philip Lejeune. It looks like it's Lejeune Philippe. Or, anyways, I'm sorry I'm doing this and destroying your name. Mail. Hot take, kid, and large daddy, cool. Let's cut to the chase. The roster is too big. I know that's a good problem to have, but it's a disservice to the fans. Do this. Make a top 15 list for the men's and women's roster. Go through the pay-per-view, including house show at Jace Foreign Shows, and see how many of them are left off. When's the last time Bailey or pre-injury Sasha were on a pay-per-view? Finn Balor wasn't in Australia. This doesn't make sense. Finn Balor and Kevin Owens weren't on Hell in a Cell. I know brand-exclusive pay-per-views weren't working, but combined pay-per-views aren't doing any better about getting talent on. Know your role and enjoy yourself. Fantastic email, Greg. Uh, true to an extent, but then how do you just... You can't squeeze in everybody, though. That's the that's the hard part. But But to his point... Maybe it's the downside of the roster just continuing to grow. It's tough. It is not, tough. It's not like you, you don't want people to get, get rid of people either. You need to freshen up the roster every once in a while. That's why you wonder if NXT should be a place that people recycle to a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Maybe, right but- now, for example, Sasha right now, it's not that hot on the main roster. Imagine if Sasha walked in at full sale. Yeah. Popping. Maybe it's a place people could go to freshen up a bit and then just come back. Because it is it's tough because it just inherently feels like a demotion, though. It does. Right? It would. It's, it, yeah, it, it would feel like a demotion, especially at first. Especially if you first try to start doing that. Oh, no, it's not a demotion. Just, you know, it would still feel. Right. M- 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 mail. You nailed it. Flair versus Lynch is the new Brett versus Austin. I want to thank you guys for the countless hours. Been listening since day one. And you're the reason I've once again started watching the product. Drifted away around 2000. Wow. One thing I appreciate about you, Sweet Pete, is you're an OG supporter of women's wrestling. That's a fact. I've been absolutely blown away with the talent and treatment of the female talent in today's WWE. It's no longer something you have to be embarrassed to watch because of the focus, for the most part, is on the skills and story, not the looks and Jerry Lawler's bad jokes. Lawler's jokes were pretty bad. Yeah. So what do you think? Are Charlotte and Becky the new (laughs) Brett Austin? It's damn near impossible to boo Becky. She's so damn charismatic and scrappy as hell. And Flair's perfect for the role of Brett. As the decorated and aggrieved, perhaps entitled face. I hope this goes until Mania. I'm going to cut it off there because there's a lot more. But that's a great... That's a great... That's a really cool comparison. Yeah, I think fans are pushing that narrative, though. Like, storyline-wise, with the way WWE's presented the story, I wouldn't say that a new Brett and Austin. But, I mean, the way the fans are treating them... Yeah, it, it is getting it is getting that treatment though, because he said it's impossible to boo Austin. But Austin was was uh, it was very possible for Austin to get boos for a long time, even after that um, Austin three sixteen promo. It didn't start, you know, the face turn didn't start happening until just before WrestleMania thirteen. It started to slowly happen, 
And uh, same thing with Brett, because he was gone, and then he came back, and he was still as popular as ever. But, uh, Greg, don't worry. We know that during the Austin-Brett feud, there was one place where Austin was always getting booed. And that's Canada. In. No, no, no. Greg's house. <laughs> Stop yourself. Um, uh, Braden writes us. Mail. Royal Humble... Royal Rumble Heat and Greet? Rosenberg, Mage One, the Podfather, Sweet Pete, founder of the Majesty, aka the man who made the man who makes the shoes, aka the leader <laughs> of the peanut gallery, aka the sports entertainment one. He goes, parentheses, that I can't remember, aka Bear's Dad. It's the, it's the number one, what am I? The, I'm the number one personality? In sports and entertainment and sports entertainment? You're the hardest working man in yeah. sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. But the number one personality works as well. So really, if I'm trying to get my full AKA game, it's the mage one, AKA the podfather, AKA Sweet Pete, AKA the founder of the majesty, AKA the man who made the band who makes the shoes, AKA <laughs> yeah. the leader of the peanut gallery, AKA the hardest working man in sports entertainment and sports entertainment peter rosenberg that's it that's it there, there might be more but right right now he said i'm looking at pre-sale tickets yesterday for the royal rumble here in phoenix and i was wondering if arizona would be graced with your pre-show excellence if so could we get enough peckerheads together for a heat and greet living in scottsdale hashtag with a life 13 month old twin girls wow he said that I'm raising as the next Bella Twins. Check out their <laughs> check out their Insta. Their Insta is the Thompson Twins. No P. The Thompson Twins. Um, I've never been been able to make it to an event outside the city. I always get envious when everyone's able to get GP live, and blah blah blah. If it could happen, make it happen. Listen, I will be there, Braden. I will be in Phoenix. Is that where it is? Yes. I will be in Phoenix for the Rumble. By the way, shout out to WWE. Yes, let's go to a warm city for the Rumble, baby. Is oh, it yeah. in the baseball stadium? Um, Yeah, I think so. Woo, we're going to be outside? It's going to be lit. Yeah, those cold weather Rumbles are a wrap. <laughs> Probably, I love right? this. Yeah, uh, Philly was freezing. It wasn't that bad in Philly. No, two years. The last Philly one was bad. This one was okay, bad. Possibly. Yeah, the last one was bad. Global it, it predates baby. your Philly days. The last days. one wasn't. Um, Neil writes us. Mail. Dear sweets for my Pete, sugar for my honey, plus stats the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. Oh, my gosh, too much. <laughs> What's the best wrestling storyline or rivalry where the wrestling didn't live up to the rest of the story being told? Right now, Miz and Daniel Bryan is in this category for me. There's also KO and Jericho, Orton and Triple H circa 2009, and basically the whole invasion. Love you guys. Enjoy yourselves. Neil in London, a city honored to have hosted Greg History Week 2018. Yes, yes. Wow, how nice. The beautiful city of London. I do disagree, though, about uh, Miz and Daniel Bryan. And I enjoyed KO Jericho as well. 
Um, but yeah, Triple H and Randy Orton and the whole invasion angle are are good examples. Yeah, and I and I under, and right now, the Miz Daniel story is a great example. It's an incredible story without the wrestling that matches it. It's interesting. Well, I think that's the point, though, right? Like, Daniel Bryan is saying that Miz is not a great wrestler, so then for Miz to come out here and be outstanding goes against, like, it takes it takes Daniel Bryan's main critique away from him. Like, it, it changes the narrative completely because then he has to respect Miz as a competitor, which that's the whole point of the story, is that Daniel Bryan does not respect Miz, and Miz... Um, I wouldn't say so far as that he wants Daniel Bryan's respect, but he's not taken kindly to the disrespect. And so if Miz all of a sudden comes out here and is, uh, you know, uh, Kurt Angle or Bret Hart or some great technical wrestler to match Daniel Bryan in the ring, then it's a completely different story. No, that's logical. I hear you on that, too. But at the same time, it is what it is. Yeah, but I think you what know. it is is what it's supposed to be, though. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I think so too. I just think that, you know, I wasn't crazy about that mix tag. Um, <laughs> Eric know. writes us, male, Sir Paul McRosen beats. While watching the master class and heel work from Elias, who are the best heels to utilize the device of making fun of the local sports team for reaction? I also enjoyed when Elias told Zack Ryder that he was a loser, just like all of the people here tonight. I know it's coming. Makes me laugh every time. Could we call this the flamethrower, as it immediately creates heat? Rick Rude comes to mind, and I'm sure Bobby the Brain utilized this to perfection. Eric and Maine. Um, yeah, I'm curious to get some emails from people who they thought had the best cheap heat. I mean, by the way, what you're talking about from Elias is literally the name of this podcast. I mean... Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why the the Elias drop of him making fun of uh, uh, Seattle. I mean, it could literally be in the open to the show. It's what Cheap Heat is, and it was so well done. Um, rude, rude. Yes, lots. Yeah, of Yeah, Rude is the OG though. Like, really is. He was. I mean, I'm sure if we were to go all the way back, there's something even further back. Um, um, the people who did, you know. I've never heard a good gorgeous George promo, okay? So I can't tell you. Rude is so good though that we can, we can do his promo right now and then just change the last line to, you know, fit the location of wherever we are. And it's the same thing like he said with Elias, you know it's coming. And then the people. Rude's was so good too because he would like, you know, he would take the, the, the local city and make it work. You know, you Syracuse sweat hogs. <laughs> yeah. Was it Pennsylvania Pissants was another one, right? I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was so good. But yeah, feel free to write us and tell us. RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. Guys, I have to rest. We gave you a bonus, 35 yeah. minutes, whatever it's been. Um, I got I got a lot to do here. Mm. Before we go. To town tomorrow. Yeah. Two. I do have one more thing to say. I mentioned that um that Undertaker Boom Studios giveaway last last week and I was trying to struggle to figure out how to give them away. But um now that I know I'm going to Raw, I figured I'll do uh two in person. So if you the first two people to uh 
to meet me at Raw in Philly and, you know, share their favorite Undertaker memory or match or whatever are going to be. Or really just put over Greg once you see him. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Be the first two winners. Um, I'll do three on Twitter. Uh, Send me a video of your best Undertaker impression. Two on Instagram. Um, You just reply in the comments of the next picture I post with your favorite Undertaker match. And then three VML bag next week. So hit us in the mailbag. It doesn't oh, have to be about you. the Undertaker. Look at you. You're giving gifts to the, practically the whole universe. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about the Undertaker. Just hit us in the mailbag. Um, the three that pop us the most. Uh, I'll let that be your choice, Rosenberg. Uh, well, thank you. You guys can expect um, to be considered three of the contest winners. So, yeah, three on Twitter, three, two on IG. Three via the mailbag and two um, at Raw on Monday in Philly. And you're gonna are you gonna bring the gifts with you to Raw? Winners will be announced next week. The get the gifts will be sent directly from um, Boom Studios to the winners. So you know well, they'll have to you. coordinate with me and you know get addresses and then I'll send them all and then. I love it. All right, that's awesome. Shout out to Boom Studios. Um, that's dope. All right, thanks, SGG. Um, speak and also, Greg. By the way, uh, this weekend, go ahead and enjoy yourself. Oh, yeah. And stay mage, Pete. Thanks.